When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's a new week and a new month here on the Lori and Julia Show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We're streaming at MyTalk1071.com. We're on the My Talk app. Lori and Julia are in the studio. We are all in our places, ready to get going on this week. We're in August. We're in August. Yes, yes, yes we are. Did anyone have a weekend claim to fame? Anybody? I, I didn't have I Mine yes. is mine is I had the dumbest weekend in the world. How about oh, that? There you go. <laughs> what qualifies as the dumbest weekend in the world? Not leaving my public. house. Not leaving my house and not because I didn't want to, because I had a celebrity peel super strong and I had a blackmail face that could have scared people. So I just stayed. You, you stayed beauty for, is pain. You stayed She's in for the children. I did. I stayed in for the children. I did a lot of reading. I barely even ventured outside because you can't wear any sunscreen. You have to stay out of the sun. Right. So I spent a lot of time in my three season porch getting acquainted with. Well, I caught up. I did a lot of phone calls. Phone calls and reading. Nice. Yeah, that's not a weekend claim to fame, Jules. But it's okay, Lori. No, I've had too many other dumb weekends. I canceled all <laughs> my plans for yesterday because I was just exhausted. You were. And I didn't. And it was so wonderful. To stay home. Just to stay home. How about you, Holly? I did go to Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, that's a week that you win. The I week won. Did you do something fun there? I did. I saw a couple of friends, and luckily the one friend has a huge backyard, so we could all just be distanced from each other. But it is nice to see people's faces. Oh, and to it's leave just, your your four squares. Yeah, or you know your little the little abode. bubble. Yeah. yeah, the little bubble that you're in. Mm-hmm. Well, I almost didn't make it to work today, though, not because <laughs> of my blackmail face. But because leaving for work, Casey's outside. He's got a white tight V-neck T-shirt, a tool belt, knee pads, oh. very nice fitting jeans, and a sawhorse. It's just like, are you trying to tempt me to stay at right? home? He looks so great. Oh, isn't that cute? He's right That's out so front. Cute. I'm like, you're That's gonna so cute. How much you like my brother? Oh my god, so cute! I, I almost a... didn't make it to work. I mean, it, that's cute because there's a handyman man in my yard who I'm married to. Yeah, calling in horny. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you didn't try that? <laughs> you haven't heard much about that from people lately. How horny they are. Well, because people that have somebody are get you know there there's like you're you're getting it, mm-hmm. and then people who are horny and aren't able to get it or are nervous about getting it. What is the point of saying it out loud? Exactly. Why talk about it? Why talk about mm-hmm. it? But yeah, he really he really did just got him a sucker for him when he's got the V neck and the tool belt and the that's so funny, Lori. 
That's so funny. Okay, we've got to do a little birthday. One of our dearest, dearest, uh, well, first of all, you know, people thank you for tweeting Donnie Love. It was his oh, birthday yeah. on Saturday. Yep. And so he, I talked to him. He was um, going out to dinner. Yeah, I I. He's very had, happy. He's so happy. So he happy. cannot he's stand so it. He's, he's got like here. the golden goose. <laughs> Probably had some roses. The this, the that. Right. He's so happy. But another favorite person in our life uh, is it's his birthday today, and his name is Charlie Rounds. Oh, go, 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 go Charlie. Charlie! It's your birthday. We're gonna party like it's your birthday. Going to the party like it's your birthday. Oh, Chaz. I'm gonna put on nail polish just to, in honor of him. In honor of him because he, we worked with Charlie at Carlson Companies mm-hmm. in the very early '90s. Mm-hmm. He wasn't there very long, but long enough to make a big impression on us and be lifelong friends. But one day, I don't know why, I was crying, About and he work. came over. It was probably my kids or something, and he came over and painted my nails for me in my cube. Just mm-hmm. sat down. What can I do for you? I don't, I don't know. know. That nail polish. Let me paint your nails. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> oh. That'll make me feel better. I'm sure of it. I know. He I'm posted sure. the sweetest thing on Facebook about, um, you know, uh, his birthday actually might actually be tomorrow, but he said, you know, I know. <laughs> we sorry, might be Charlie. just a day off. That's um, all right. He, but he did a thing, and it's a picture of he and his parents on one of the bridges in Paris, and he said, today and every day, I'm grateful to these two children of the Depression who gave me every advantage a guy could ever have. They lived their values, not talked about them. Dad went to war to defeat the Nazis, and later in his life went every week to North Minneapolis to help train young people of color in retail sales. I could write a book about my mother's giving back, but there was a never, day, never a day she didn't do something to help people. Isn't that lovely? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I really hope, I really hope that the Senate right now they're doing something to help the people of America. I do too. I think they will. Uh, yeah, they have to. get to it yep. because mm-hmm. there yep. are too many stories out there of people who are just on the edge. And now that you know, I mean, you know what I mean? It's yeah, the really, checks ran out. Yeah, it's really upsetting. Mm-hmm. There's and a lot. There's a lot, and then just. I just want to say this so that it's, you know, there's a lot of, for whatever reason, there's a lot of misinformation, Abstin- absentee voting and mail-in voting are literally the same mm-hmm. thing. Okay. So okay. for some reason, people are trying to make it be a thing, okay. but absentee yes. and mail-in They're the exact are, same thing. Yeah. Yep. Same thing. All right, so there, there we, we go. There we go, and um, we do have kind of a fun. We're talking to a director of a really kind of powerful, amazing movie on at three forty. Yeah, called The Wild. We Holly posted on the Lori and Julia show page a trailer for the movie. We're talking to the filmmaker Mark Titus. It's really a powerful. I watched it yesterday. It was really it's so good, but mm-hmm. boy. About our environment. About our environment, and Bay, and, the and there's going to be a. Um, a kind of cool interactive screening that's going to be happening later this week, and we'll tell people how they can take a Is part that of it. at the park, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, All right, very cool. When we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Monday. It's a happy birthday to Tony Bennett. I just about had a heart attack when I saw Tony Bennett trending this morning. Oh, he just no turned kidding. 94. He's 94. Martha Stewart is 80. Is she no, she's no, 79, 70, and yeah. Martin Sheen is 80. And then over the weekend, we lost the iconic uh, TV and movie actor and Quaker Oats and Diabetes, 
uh, spokesperson, yeah. Wilford Brimley. And people knew him because he's been on television for so long. Uh, the Today Show, uh, we've got some audio just remembering his amazing career. Wilford Brimley's decades-long career made him a household name. One of his best-known roles, a retiree rejuvenated by a magical pool in Cocoon. Brimley, notably, was only 49 years old when he started filming the movie. Director Ron Howard remembers Brimley as a very inventive and thoughtful actor, saying his influence on the movie was wonderful. Even in smaller roles, Brimley made a lasting impression. Well, you don't start playing ball at your age, you retire. Appearing alongside Robert Redford in The Natural, now it's my job to give you the picture. And Tom Cruise in The Firm. Most of you don't know what's going on around here. Starring as Dr. Blair in the sci-fi horror movie The Thing. Director John Carpenter called Brimley the real thing. A real cowboy, a great actor, a wonderful man. Aww. I know. he. So how he even got into acting is he was good friends with Robert Duvall. And he told him, dude, you should go. Oh, am I wrong? Yeah, well, kind of. Well, he, he grew up around horses, so he worked at ranches and racetracks, and he kind of drifted into movie work, and he had like an uncredited thing in True Grit. He was like in Gunsmoke, and then when he met Robert Duvall, oh. Robert Duvall encouraged him to, don't just be a background guy, you could do more acting. That, that That's from a biography, according to Turner Classics. Classic Movies, and then... People get him mixed up with the guy in the Waltons, but he was a blacksmith on the Waltons. Yes. Periodically over the years. And he was on a 1980s primetime series. I don't even remember called Our House. Hmm. Do you remember that I at can't... all? No. No. He never trained as an actor. He really, his career took off after he was cast in the China Syndrome and he played the nuclear plant power engineer. And he kind of like steals the movie from Jane Fonda, if you remember that movie. Mm-hmm. But he never took any training. And um, he said, my years as an extra was where I learned about acting and camera techniques. And he said, my my method was just to be honest. But he was very, um, like the fact that he was only 49 when he made Cocoon. And he's acting alongside people in their 70s, yes. and he's playing this old guy in this, um, uh, I think it was the New York Times obituary. He would often be cast to be playing the dads of people he was 25 years older than, or that the, the people were 25 years older than him, and he would play the dad. Because he just had the hair and the look and the deep voice. He just had that presence mm-hmm. about him. Because it, it's like, oh, well, he was 85 years old or however old he is when he passed away. But mm-hmm. you're like, but he was an old guy forever. Forever. It does seem like it. <laughs> yeah, it because like Cocoon it. came out in... That movie's almost 40 years 40 old. 40 years old, <laughs> 1985. And then he was also in Brubaker with Robert Redford. Remember how good that was. And The Electric Horseman. Oh, he was with he was with Bob a lot in the yes, movies. he did three different movies. I mean, in The Natural the is natural. such a great movie. It's such oh, that's that a movie good makes baseball. me cry. Mm-hmm. Glenn Close, I think, is stars along next to that. That our house show that we were talking about, mm-hmm. it was it was on for two years in the early eighties. Yeah. Um I did not actually, watch TV in the early eighties. No, actually it was, was nineteen eighty six. And okay. he was on it with Shannon Dordery from oh, really? 90210, and she just paid tribute to him and said 
that um, I met Wilfred when we did our house. He taught me a lot on that show. He also gave me a horse named Brownie, taught me how to ski in Utah, had two African greys that would curse and call his dogs only to laugh at them when they came running. He gave big hugs, told great jokes. He was a fact. He was a grandpa to me for a very long time. He was talented and will be missed. Mm. He actually, Lori, was also the bodyguard for millionaire Howard Hughes at one point in his life. Oh, the stories. Oh, can you imagine? Um, I can't imagine. And people knew him, too, because he was the Quaker Oats guy forever. I mean, forever and ever. And then his whole diabetes. In his deep voice. (laughs) Get your diabetes tested. That's it. That's it. (laughs) It was Liberty Medical because, yeah, the way he drew out that pronunciation. But, um, yeah, he, that just, I was just like, oh, man, we're just losing so many good. I mean, the Emmys. When they do their scroll oh, of in memoriam, they're going to have a hard time including everyone. Well, they better not forget anybody because people are super sensitive, is what I've noticed. Uh, really, Lori? <laughs> really? Yeah, you I, I notice I, any of that. I, I agree, but you remember on, um, I mean, the firm with with um, Tom Cruise. With that movie was so good. Remember reading that book the first time? Oh yeah. Good. That book was such a page turner, mm-hmm. and it was like everyone was reading it. Was he the investigator? I think he was the investigator who uh, who kept he he was the one who had ruthless tactics to keep the law firm secrets, mm-hmm. the firms, the firm se- secrets. Yeah. That was such a good movie. It was really good. Anyway, well, with his, I love his. You know that mush that mush. He was married mustache. to his first wife. Um, Lynn for 44 years and she died in 2000 then he remarried in 2007 so if he's 85 he remarried sometimes in, mm-hmm. and yeah old. and he survived by his second wife and he has three sons all right he has just a great name Wilford, Wilford Brimley. Brimley I know isn't it I used to live on Wilford Way Wilford is a great name it he, is but you a, don't you don't, you don't see a lot of Wilfords anymore no no but it's such a good classic name mm-hmm could use some of those. All right, there we go. What else do you say, Laura? Well, I don't know. Uh, I will say this. Uh, the rumors that were going around, if you follow Reality Steve, if you're a big part of Bachelor Nation, oh. if you follow Reality Steve over the weekend, he tweeted a Reddit theory, and then that theory has proven to be true, which was that Claire Crowley might be recast on The Bachelorette, because remember the kind of created their own bachelorette bubble at some resort. I don't know if it's in San Diego or Palm Springs. It's near Palm Springs. Near Palm mm-hmm. Springs. And apparently the, this, uh, there was a thing on Reddit because he, he was kind of like trying to confirm it. Now it's been confirmed. But basically that Claire had been making production difficult. And, um, for example, they had this whole thing that was going to happen on Saturday day. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what, but she didn't show up for any of it. And so they started calling bachelors that they'd sent home to come back. To quarantine in the bubble, and they're starting all over with the new bachelorette. Well, it's funny how it's been spun. So that was Saturday. So yeah. today's news is Taisha Adams to replace Claire Crowley on the Bachelorette after finding love early on. Oh, uh-huh. So the producers uh-huh. have told her that the season will still that the season's still going to leave with lead with Claire and her short lived journey, oh. and will show Claire falling in love with one of her suitors. Claire will then conclude her journey. And announced that Taisha is the lead. Oh, no, so that th- is spin. Oh, I, I think so. <laughs> my gosh. Uh-huh. And Taisha was one of the f- the last two on Colton, if people are trying to figure She's out who really she is. She's really pretty. Yeah. But um, she was making production very difficult. And mm. that's the reason why Claire is off the show. They don't, they don't let people find love early and leave The Bachelor with... Somebody they've had the hots for for two weeks? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. They can spin like, that. Don't you like the spin? Oh yeah, but I think that's it's perfect. That spin that you know. Well, interesting that they're being soft with Claire. If yeah. if the rumors are true and that she's being quote unquote difficult on the set, that, that not making drama out of it. Yeah, that's but, true. But whereas other shows would be like, oh, dun dun dun, like here's what really happened. They're yeah, letting that's her, true. Letting her go off into the sunset, maybe find a spot on Dancing with the Stars. As all these Bachelor Nation people, find I don't think that in. they're going to reward Claire with a Dancing with the Stars spot if she was uh, difficult on production. No, people don't like to work with difficult. people. Difficult people, I can almost pronounce that. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, and ABC might just think that the grief to dollar ratio is just not worth it. Especially right now. Right. People don't have a lot of... The grief to dollar ratio is really... <laughs> In a pandemic, is, <laughs> yeah. it's accelerated. Right. <laughs> it's so accelerated. It's like, uh, you're a pain, and we don't have... No one's got energy or time. Yeah. I mean, it'd be hard. I'm very worried Goop is starting thinking about doing like a Goop table, like uh, the red table, like Jada. You don't have to watch it. No, I know. But I'm just saying that the fact that she was out in her Hamptons backyard with her mom and her daughter talking about beauty and aging, I just thought I can't take a Goop table or a Goop yard. Well, I get there. I deleted my 2788 emails last night. That is the way. Oh, you seriously had that many or you're exaggerating? No, no, I did. But Goop, they send they send too much stuff. They do. But try they? to get canceled and then you'll get something from NFL football. Because I've canceled out of so many things lately. Now they're sending me stuff. They're and coming for you. NFL's minute. I swear they send you something every minute. I'm like, how did I get on that list? Oh, good Lord. Yeah. All right. Well, when we come back. Oh, oh we are congratulating. We are congratulating <laughs> a dirty old man and his. Well, speaking of hating on the internet, um, uh, the, uh, oh, I don't know what you'd call her. Would we call her a philanthropist rich lady, Irene Medavoy? She is the one on Saturday who tweeted congratulations to Sean Penn and his girlfriend of four years about their marriage. And then almost immediately, at least within an hour or so, took it down off of Instagram because maybe... Sean Hamface Penn was not for this being public information. I'm sorry. Every time I see him, I just think of a broiled ham. I can't face. But, but yet, but yet, 
We saw him in person. He's beautiful. Yeah. He's like beautiful. So some colors just don't Don't translate. translate That's right. So anyway, uh, congratulations. She acting something. She is the young Smurf in (laughs) Animal Kingdom. Her name is Layla George, and she her parents are Vincent D'Onofrio, 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 D'Onofrio. Thank you. Who movies Law and Order and her we, mom yeah. is Greta Scacchi, who was a big deal like 30 years ago. She was going to be like uh, the hot. I wouldn't be surprised if she got Harvey Weinstein. Right. <clears throat> She's the point. same age as Sean Penn. Uh, Sean Penn will be 60 this week. Um, Greta Scacchi is 60 and uh, Vincent is a year older and they've been dating for four years. So Layla knows what she's getting in for, but um, uh, you know, they're over the moon and she's a year younger than his daughter and his son is two years older. I know. (laughs) You think he's going to call Vincent dad? No, (laughs) no. But I mean, I do wonder like, um, I do wonder, would your father approve of your marriage to a 60-year-old when you're 28? I don't know. Well, I'll ask you that because your family has experience with this. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's true. I'm like, yeah. hmm, who do I know that this has happened to? My sister, when she was 24, married a man who is 58. So same Basically. Basically. So what did your mom and dad think when your sister married this old, very much older man? My dad was okay with it. He knew, uh, he knew Harold from the military. They were stationed in Japan (laughs) at the same time as my family. My mom and her husband were good friends with him. And my mom also knew him when we were stationed in Japan. She was furious. Absolutely furious. Just so upset. I believe she threw a lighter at Harold when like, she found out they doing? were dating at a wedding. Right. A family wedding. She was very upset about it. Why aren't you dating a woman your, your age. age? And why well, pray I'm a young daughter. You know, but like from my sister's perspective, she you know, Harold kinda he looked like Sean Connery. Okay. He was very debonair and he whined and dined her. He took her to Hawaii and took her to Vegas and they had all this fun. And then they got married. And, and then what happened? And then, like many marriages, Julia, it, the, I can't it wait was for a this. facade. It was a facade. All that fairy tale. And he How wanted long to did they date though? Wash. They what? They they dated for like two and a half years. So she it, was twenty one and a half. Yeah. No, it was real bad. Okay, that's twenty two. <laughs> I love yeah. That yeah pondering that out loud pondering. Yeah. There's hmm. more math. Who would, Lori? Yeah. Well, what would you think? I'd be upset. I would be upset only because I would be worried that the guy is looking for his future nurse. Mm-hmm. But, but if he had means and was going to die soon, she could have a good... I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of a way to spin it. I, but these guys... I mean, Sean, 60 isn't like what it used to be. No, no. I, I, I mean, totally get it. I totally get it. Old. But can you imagine yourself dating a 28-year-old? And absolutely not. Not. Mm-mm. You know? No interest. Yeah. So really no interest. I, I really would find um I mean good. it'd be fun for sex, you know, I suppose. Yeah, and my sister was married to Harold for like I wanna say a year. Four, no, I wanna say like four years, three years, but she did leave him for a younger man. Mm-hmm. And she did get tired of his 
quote unquote old man ways. And when I just say that, I just mean the fact that he does it. He was always telling her about the way things used to be and how they used to do it. And they didn't have any frames of reference. That's what I think would be difficult. They had no frames of reference. My sister wasn't ever interested in like, you know, the kind of music that he was... The Maritime Museums and everything. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Did you say Maritime Maritime Museums, <laughs> yeah. But here is one little interesting okay. little nugget where I think her mom doesn't give her any crap about it at all because Greta Scacchi okay. is married and has a child oh dear, with someone? her first cousin. Oh, oh well, hello. Oh, Hi. Okay. And Hi. She, and <laughs> I remember meeting you at Grandma and Grandpa's. Yeah. <laughs> oh. She, her, her husband is, you know, her father's sister is her husband's mother. So they're as first as cousins as you could get. Oh, yes. And they're still together. And okay, say it one more time. Her? They're first cousins. So think of your cousins. Think of your cousin Jimmy or Bobby. That would be like you marrying and having a baby with one ah. of those guys. And in an interview she well, they gave think the same thing. to the Daily Telegraph in 2011, she said, my Italian relatives were utterly outraged. My really? dad was furious. He was deeply offended and quite devastated and very, very angry with me. And she said, um, it happened one night when he was visiting. It came as a complete shock. We were friends for a long time, as you are with cousins of your own age. And I'd never seen him that way. I was definitely scandalized by it and worried about how to tell people, especially my family. So her mom doesn't think anything about Layla marrying a man 28 years her senior because it could be worse. Mm -hmm. She could be marrying her cousin, her brother, her uncle. Her dad. And she still is married to this first cousin. Carlo Mantegazza. They're still married. They have wow. a they have a they have a son together that must be about twenty. And her nickname, her mom's nickname, was Scorchy Scotchy. She was in Heat and Dust and White Mischief. It was I in the eighties. Yeah, I don't recognize her really. Yeah, and I don't know what happened to her career, but I wouldn't be surprised if she was Harvey Weinstein. Okay. Okay, not at all. And she, so yeah, she she's married to her first cousin, so she is not. You know, for Klempt about her daughter marrying <laughs> an older, older guy. Welcome, ham face, to the family. That's Come right. on. In. So oh, I couldn't, gosh. I thought it would be, we'd be remiss in not mentioning that. No, I think that's as a far very as how important the, piece. How the parents uh-huh. feel about that. Now, I looked to see if Madonna was tweeting or anything about it, but no. I, I think she kind of gets along with Sean Penn, their way over oh, yeah, their things. And they were married for four years in the late, what, the late 80s, Sean Penn and Madonna. They were so beautiful together. I Yeah. Cher didn't like Madonna because she was friends with Sean Penn. Mm-hmm. And he'd bring her to Cher's and she's like, ah. The other little Hollywood gossip that mm-hmm. I thought was a little good nugget this weekend was that the Bond producers are looking ahead to When No Time to Die uh, yes. premieres. Mm-hmm. And Anna de Armas, who is Ben Affleck's girlfriend, and they have not been doing the paparazzi sterling. They don't want her to bring him to whatever kind of a red carpet it ends up Whenever being it when it comes out. Because they don't want it to be about them. Yeah. They want it to be about the show. They've okay, already, that's fair. They've already, and I think Ben has already realized when the Washington Post mocked them 
We haven't seen them do one paparazzi stroll with their masks on or their Mm -hmm. dogs. No, they go out on solo trips now. Yes. It's either Anna and the dog or it's Ben and his Dunkin' Donuts. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, I mean, you know, anyway... And they really, he did not pose a lot with uh, Jennifer Garner. Remember, they would no. kind of walk yes, separately. totally. So that's okay. But well, he learned that because of the everything that happened when he was uh, Benefer. Can I just tell you about the first cousin oh. that Greta married? <laughs> yeah. He's hot. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt. Yeah, he's hot. Um, so it would be like you dating one of your yeah. Bargini cousins. It's like marrying Cousin marrying, Michael. That's right. Oh. Or Cousin Gregory. Right. And having a baby with oh, them. Oh, my gosh. Too I mean, weird. So scandalized weird. doesn't even begin so to get weird. it. weird. Oh, look at the time. So, you know, <laughs> Layla knows she had no, her mom wouldn't say Mm-mm. boo to her. Congratulations, love. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listen, we come back. uh, We're going to talk to the uh, movie director of the movie The Wild. All right, guys, thanks for hanging out with us on this lovely Monday in the Twin Cities. We're delighted to be joined right now by Mark Titus. He's an award-winning writer, director, and founder of August Island Pictures in Seattle, and he has a new film that's going to premiere this Thursday night at the Parkway called The Wild. Hi, Mark. Hi, how are you? Really good. Your movie's amazing. I, I thank you so much. That means a lot to me. Thank it, you. It's really, it's really good. I have a funny story for you another time that we chat, but um, it's for sure. off the air. <laughs> but <Okay>. really, <laughs> your movie was so good. Can you tell everybody what your movie, The Wild, is about? Yeah, The Wild is about a very special place called Bristol Bay, Alaska, and it is home to the world's last fully intact wild salmon system. And what that really means is, uh, you know, we used to have wild salmon runs all over the world, in Europe, the East Coast. I mean, even in the, you know, now there's some in the Great Lakes, but here out in the Pacific Northwest, I grew up fishing for these salmon and watched their runs just disappear uh, in 40 years' time here. And, yes, I dated myself. Um, And uh, this place is perfect the way that it is. It is untouched. It is uh, un. marred by any kind of industrialization and just saw 50 million sockeye salmon come back to it. And so the movie is a heartfelt story about uh, saving what we love. And in this case, for me, it is this place and, uh, and also my own life. I really, I thought that was really powerful talking about your, you know, kind of going through sobriety and recovery and how that mirrored yeah. kind of your filmmaking process. It's really, The Wild is really a great movie. I, I just loved it. And I know nothing. I've never been to Alaska, Bristol Bay. But why are all the other runs around the world gone? Is it because of industrialization? It is. You know, every time human beings have come into salmon country, they have left uh, destruction in their path. And honestly, it's not like out of uh, some kind of a wanton, you know, uh, desire to do bad at all. People come into a, an area and they, they have resources that they want to take out of there, like logging or mining or ranching or grazing or you know farming or things that are perfectly normal things. But uh, back in the day, uh, before we know what we know now about how river systems work and how about salmon need clear, clean, cold water in order to survive, um, the... Uh, when folks went in and they took all kinds of resources, including the salmon themselves, they left, you know, kind of a, a path of destruction in their path. And um, this place is special because it hasn't been built up that way yet. And it's a perfectly intact ecosystem. And 
Right now, a Canadian mining corporation wants to put the world's largest open pit uh, gold and copper mine in the headwaters of where these salmon go to spawn. Right. It, it, it must be like something they're trying to do in Minnesota. Up by the, the boundary yeah, waters. It's saying a Chilean yeah, mining company. Exactly. And um, I've got lots of friends in Minnesota. I've, I've got my own Minnesota stories. I spent a year at St. Olaf. And mm-hmm. um, uh, lots, of, lots of folks back there. And I've been hearing the parallels for the last year about how intensely close these stories are. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. And, it, and then your frustration, because you did your first film, The Breach, um, mm-hmm. and then to have, you know, the Obama administration say, OK, we're going to protect. protect this area and then to have all that turned back. So there's a big rush against right. time right now under the current administration and right. the pebble, um, the mine pebble people, whoever they are, um, to make sure that they don't get the permit. Because once you get a permit, apparently you're done in. I learned that from the movie, people. Yes. <laughs> it, you're, you know, I just want to go back. We're going to tell people how mm-hmm. they can, um, you know, participate in your um, mm-hmm. virtual event, this, um, mm-hmm. which you're calling experience this Thursday. But really the filmmaking is, it's really beautiful. one of the most beautiful things i've seen we if you're Thank listening you. right now we've got um the trailer up at the Lori and julia show page at my tech 1071 i mean what was that like for you because here you're trying to recover mm-hmm. and you really you feel your call to action i thought it was just kind of lovely how they were juxtapositioned against each other if you will i'm sure it wasn't a lovely experience but i mean it must have been something well, it, it was, I mean, after the fact, but actually even during the fact, um, I mean, you, you know, it's never exact when you're looking at something up on screen in a film form, but I think with my team, uh, my, especially my uh, co-creator and co-writer and editor, Eric Frisch, um, we really kind of captured the, the magic in, you know, of Bristol Bay and, and the transformative magic. I, I was 50 days into recovery. Uh, from alcoholism. I had gone to uh, detox and um, for a variety of reasons that we talk about in the, in the movie. And, um, and, and I had found my bottom. And then 50 days later, uh, there I was with 12 cases of gear out in the Alaska wilderness and trying to find my way out onto a boat and start filming. And I was terrified. I didn't even think I could get up there. I didn't think I could go. Um, my wife is the one who very calmly said, you can do this and got me out of the house and onto the plane. And I did. And I felt like there was a calling um, from something bigger than me. And mm-hmm. um, I'm forever grateful that I listened to it because it, it changed the trajectory of my life. That's really, that you. that's really great. Congratulations mm-hmm. to you. So if people, Thanks. you know, talk about how much salmon comes from Bristol Bay and how much of the world is a part of the salmon. I mean, it really affects a lot of us. Yeah. So the, the primary, there's all five species of Pacific salmon that run into the rivers of Bristol Bay. Um, but the, the one it's most known for is sockeye salmon. And half the world's supply of sockeye salmon comes from Bristol Bay. And um, I mentioned it earlier, but uh, 50 million fish came back again this year. In the last six years, there have been over 300 million fish that have come back. And so this is, you can't overstate this. This is a sustainable organic protein that makes itself. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need fertilizer. It doesn't need steroids. It doesn't need growth hormones or colorants. Mm -hmm. It just goes out to the ocean, does its thing, and comes back 
and it's harvested uh, responsibly by the people of Alaska who know that half the fish have got to get up into the system. They call that escapement in order to make new babies before they even let a, uh, you know, a, a line in the water or a net in the water. So it, it, it is a food source that can make itself forever if we let it be. Wow. It, that's really powerful when you just say that because think of how many hormones and crap we shove into everything to try to, to, try to make enough yeah. of it for everybody to eat. Are we going to win this David and Goliath story? I Gosh, I get, I, there's so many of these stories and it always feels like Goliath wins and, and David loses. Well, this is a good question. and You know, unlike so many other stories and other environmental, all of them are just and all of them are good. Mm-hmm. And this one's different, though, in that it, the damage hasn't been done yet. Right. We can win this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be completely overhauled and rebuilt because of destruction. Right. And, you know, frankly, w- what it comes down to is like, you know, some folks think, well, you know, you're, you're, you and those who are fighting against this mine are anti-mining or anti-industrialization. It couldn't be farther from the truth. People know we need minerals and Alaska is, is, you know, a huge part of its economy is on resource extraction. No one is against mining. It's this mine in this place. place right. Right. It is completely connected by water in this place. The, the types of things that they're talking about building and doing and needing to treat in terms of the water here in perpetuity has never been done before ever. Mm. And it's never been done on this scale. And every time it has been done on a smaller scale, there has been disastrous consequences down the line. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, the, you know, the, coming back to the story of recovery, the entire reason I included my story, my personal story in this film was, well, three reasons. One, it's the truth. That's the most mm-hmm. important. Two, it made for a more interesting story. And three, it intersects at exactly what uh, the Pebble Mine uh, CEO is saying and we are saying as a species. Exactly the same thing that my addict would say, which is this time it'll be different. Mm-hmm. And we don't have that luxury this time. Yeah, that mm-hmm. would, that was so powerful, Mark, mm-hmm. when that you said that in the movie. All right, they so always how to, do promise that. Right. right. So we have to, if people want to take advantage of being a part of the live virtual screening this Thursday, August 6th yeah. at 7 o'clock, at the Parkway, um, how there's a whole website to do this. Is there an easy way? Can we just go to the Parkway or? I'm sure that there is information at the Parkway. The, the easiest way we've funneled everything together is we created a sister brand called Ava's Wild. And that's like the name of the girl. Um, as a matter of fact, <clears throat> the boat that I filmed yes. uh, the wild on is called the Ava Jane. So Ava's Wild is spelled E-V-A-S. And that's like save spelled backwards. E-V-A-S, yep. One word, avaswild.com. And all of the stuff is on there. So the uh, ticket links and we're promoting things through Parkway and um, we're we're splitting revenue with them. And then 25% of the net revenue off the top is going directly back to the people on the ground working to fight for Bristol Bay. And then during the premiere this Thursday night, you're going to be part of it. You're going to have live conversations. There's going to be chances for people to call in and be a part. I mean, it's kind of like something we've never seen, that you're watching a movie and then you Mm -hmm. get to talk to the director right there. And some of the names also that Mark Harmon's a part of this, Adrian Grenier, Mm -hmm. people know Tom Colicchio, Mm -hmm. the founder of Patagonia. I mean, you really have major people behind you. It's just 
It's a great story. It needs action. It's $12. Tickets are $12. It will be a sliding scale if people need it. Again, it's avaswild.com. This was mm-hmm. really a treat for us. And um, you're, you're going to do it. Well, for those so. of us, I hope for so. those of us first, right now yeah. that, that aren't going to be a part of the mm-hmm. premiere or something, what can we do? Well, a couple things. One is... We have one, um, one second. Tell us the quickest. <laughs> at the Wild Film on social and avaswild.com. Take action. Got it. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Congratulations Thank you to you. Love you. Thanks nice so meeting you. Bye. All right. We'll be back after a couple messages. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or mac and cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Shred. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton, motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.